Hello and welcome to the Friday Fast 15, the snack size show where we break down big topics in under 15 minutes. Let's face it, the world has seen a lot of change in the past 18 months and COVID-19 only accelerated that change. And it shows no signs of slowing down. While we may be on the brink of change burnout, change will keep happening. What to do? Why not invite Crossview's advisory consultant, Noelle Radley, to talk about us? She's an organizational change management expert who's led initiatives for the past six years in various organizations. Welcome to the show, Noelle. Hi, Kim. Thanks for having me. Noelle, you have a super interesting background that includes a PhD in English literature with an emphasis on 16th century poetry. And while 16th century poetry may be a topic for another show, you ended up somehow in organizational change management. Can you tell us your story? Absolutely. You know, I don't know if you want me to get one of my old poetry books, my Chaucer down to, uh, for, our, for our audiences at Crossviews. But, um, you know, uh, I made a big change uh, in about 2013. I just did not see the growth opportunity in academia for me. And so I stepped out into the unknown and I started working uh, at an insurance company. And at that company, I was doing communications and started working on IT projects and supporting especially uh, the development of customer-facing portals and agent insurance agent-facing portals. And this was part of a broad transformation of that company to move from legacy systems to web-based suites in the insurance industry. And um, as I began to lead organizational change management efforts, I found that it was a really good fit for my background in writing and my background in teaching. And that um, it really helped me to um, apply my, new, my skills and my background, but in a new way. Um, and I became a senior manager leading the OCM function for that, for that company. Um, and, you know, I, I'm passionate about the work. It's a lot of fun. Um, what I like about it is working with and advising um, IT leaders, project managers, program managers, um, helping them to see how to drive that adoption along with their implementation of a new system, and keeping everyone focused on the customer journey, the employee experience, so that the business outcomes people are expecting are, get realized. Now, in the corporate world, organizational change management is a pretty hefty topic. But really, we tackle these kinds of challenges in our everyday lives. And you recently went through this in your own life, moving your mother-in-law to a retirement facility. Can you tell us about that? So it's been a huge change, huge change for my mother-in-law, huge change for us. Um, my mother-in-law had lived most of her life um, in the same city in Texas. And a few years she had spent abroad, but most of the time was in, was in that city. And her sister lived there, her brother lived there. And um, we knew, um, you know, we knew she probably needed to move here, but it took some time. Um, you know, most change starts with a form of awareness. What's worked in the past isn't working anymore. Uh, what you depended on 
just isn't really doing the same job for you. Or that, what's that book, what got you here won't get you there. Um, and from my mother-in-law, we started to become aware that, you know, it really would be better for her if she could be close to us, if we, we could help her. And, um, but we, for a while there, we didn't have a sense of urgency. When in the last several months, it became more clear that she needed more and more care, that sense of urgency became, you know, palpable. We understood it. She understood it. Her family and support system and caretakers in, in uh, that town, her town understood it. And so we were able to agree that it, it was time. Um, and then the work started. So the project of getting her here. And, you know, that took a lot of research, uh, finding the right community for her. Um, it took um, looking at budget and doing a lot of logistics around where she, you know, what, what furniture she needed, what clothing she needed, um, how to move all of her things here. And um, ultimately, you know, what I think really made it a successful transition is that we ramped up the communication. My partner went from talking to her uh, one to two times a month to almost every day. I started talking to her and communicating with her. Um, so that communication allowed, supported all of us as we tried to figure out, you know, what the future would look like and how we could um, get her here. And those tools and skills are exactly what leadership can use to drive major change, like the adoption of ServiceNow or any digital transformation, correct? Yes, it's really about communicating and supporting end users through that transition. So, um, you know, many times when IT leadership um, starts to roll out a new system, there are people-dependent parts of that process. That is, um, they rely on the adoption of, of employees or other end users, um, external users, to make that rollout successful and to, to get utilization and to get the value. And so um, when we're talking about, you know, our um, customers or our frontline employees, uh, we really need to help make them aware of the need for change and help them understand the sense of urgency uh, why do we need to change now? What, and what will be the benefit to them? Um, I really love to see when companies invest in their employees and help them build the skills to enact the change. So building a knowledge management strategy, helping identify the skill sets needed to use the new system, and supporting existing employees as they make that transition. Um, you know, when we, we, it's not like the press of a flip of a switch or the press of a button uh, when we're talking about people. We have to give them um, the, the, the stair steps uh, to get there and the footholds um, to get, to make that ascent into the, into the future state. Um, for IT leaders, for program managers, for uh, CIOs who are looking to, um, enact a big transformation. I really think that um, a change strategy that is aligned to your implementation strategy is, is needed if, when you have those people-dependent um, processes where you need those end users to adopt. 
And, you know, that's what's going to drive the business value and get you where you're imagining for your future state. Of course, with the exponential acceleration caused by the pandemic, this isn't the time to take our foot off the gas. Do you have any final thoughts for us, Noelle? We are all so change-saturated right now. And yet, it is a time when we need change more and more. We need to adapt. And so, how do we, um, and Thomas Friedman talks about, you know, all these concurrent accelerations where um, climate, politics, um, technology, um, globalization, these are all happening concurrently and compounding each other. So when we feel that change is palpably faster than it used to be, it, it, it is. We, we're really having to contend with quite a lot. So how do organizations, how do individuals um, contend with the, this chaotic and very fast pace of change. And the way I see it is it's about managing um, fear. So change management as a discipline is really at its core about managing the stress response. Because when you have a lot of change, people, they, they start to worry that they, they catastrophize. Oh, I'm going to lose my job. I'm not going to be able to support the people I love. I'm going to, um, I'm not going to be able to work with the people I have or do the things I did before with my team. I'm going to have to do new things that I'm not good at. Um, these fears are real and it's, it's the way our brains work. We're wired to protect against unknown risk. And so um, when we have resistance, this is really natural. This is a natural part of the process. And so for IT leaders and for program managers, project managers, mid-level managers, we know that today it requires a lot of emotional intelligence um, to provide psychological safety, to provide a sense of trust, um, and to that's going to short-circuit that fear response if we can build trust with our teams. Um, you know, just as powerful as our fear response is our reward response. You know, uh, and we're, and I'm not just talking about reward like a, a bonus, although certainly if people are doing new responsibilities that are, that are really advanced, we should consider, you know, changing their, their compensation as part of the change. But we're really talking about um, the rewards of working with a team, of being a belonging and being on a team. And really that it doesn't cost a lot in, in terms of money to reward people and to make them feel that sense of trust. It just takes an investment of, of time and energy and attention and giving them the empathy um, as, and support as they make the transition. Um, and that's really, I guess, my, my message today is that, you know, in this time, we, we really need leadership. We really need people to lead with empathy and to help people make this transition and work with as a team. Thank you so much, Noelle. That is so insightful. And thank you, everyone else, for joining us today. This has been Organizational Change Management with Dr. Noelle Radley on the Friday Fast 15. If you'd like to learn more about OCM, 
visit crossfuse.com or reach out at letstalk at crossfuse.com. And for more snack-sized conversations, subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. See you next week. <laughs>